Congratulations, your gift of a new day is here. Ready to live it big? You're listening to the Big Life Devotional Podcast. Now, here's Pamela to get you fired up for all God has available for you today. Well, good morning, beautiful. Welcome to a brand new day of life. Happy Wednesday, my friends. I'm so thankful that you've invited me into your world today to get the day started right. Uh, Welcome in. I'm truly glad to be here with you. And I'm excited to share today's episode of the Big Life Devotional Podcast with you titled, Jesus is Shocked. (laughs) As I sit in my tiny hometown today, I'm reminded coming back to where you're from isn't easy. People know you here, and when they know you, well, they kind of naturally just dismiss you. You know that saying that you can take the girl out of the country, but you can't take the country out of the girl? (laughs) Y'all, I am in a flannel, a ball cap, and rubber boots this morning. You know me as Pamela, but these people know me as Pam. I'm just curly-headed Pam. They know I'm just ordinary. And they're right. I really am. But I'm not who I used to be. Jesus went back to his hometown once. And do you remember the story of how that went? In my Bible, that part is titled, Jesus Rejected in Nazareth. Now, was Jesus the truth? Yes. Was he who he said he was? Yes. Was he doing good? Yes. And yet, he was rejected. And you're shocked that you've been rejected? Surprised that you weren't chosen, honey? Passed over again? You can't believe that someone said that about you? Come on. If Jesus was rejected, perhaps we should count it an honor to be rejected too. What should we do? Keep being true. We should keep showing up. We should keep doing good. So we're going to read that story in Mark chapter 6, starting in verse 1 through verse six. And I apologize for any background noise you might be hearing. I'm once again sitting outside on a porch in Ava, Missouri, (laughs) trying to get a little bit of reception to get this broadcast through. So let's read this together. It says, Jesus returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue and many who heard him were amazed. And they asked, Where did he get all of this wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? And then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, (laughs) the son of Mary and the brother of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon. And his sisters live right here among us. And they were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. And then Jesus told them, A prophet is honored everywhere except in his hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. 
Notice it says that because of their unbelief, Jesus couldn't do any miracles among them. Are you praying for a miracle in your home? A miracle in your health, a miracle in your business, a miracle in your relationships, a miracle in your finances, and yet you don't really believe? Your unbelief is shocking to Jesus, and it is hindering the very miracle you seek. Maybe it's not that you don't believe Jesus cares about you, and maybe you don't even doubt his power, but you're kind of keeping it real, right? And the reality says, this thing ain't happening. It's not working. Not only is it not working, but there's no way it ever will. And because of this continual state of this situation in your life, you've lost your belief that it can change. And honestly, that is shocking to Jesus. Jesus can't believe that you don't trust him with this. Did you know that? He can't believe you don't trust him with this. He can't believe that you're questioning his ability and his desire to help you. And remember verse six of our scripture today says, he was amazed at their unbelief. Now other translations say that he was marveled, he was wondered and greatly amazed by their unbelief. He just couldn't believe their lack of faith. But we've all been there. We're disappointed, we're frustrated, we've run out of time or we've run out of money or we've run out of patience and everything we've tried isn't working. And maybe, just maybe, that's right where Jesus wanted you all along. A place where his miracles are most needed. And my sister, all that's keeping it from happening in your life right now might just be your faith. Jesus wants to know if you will believe today. After all God has done in my life, I still put the brakes on sometimes. I do. I do. I hold back. I still question. I sometimes still lean towards reality and reason, all while God is calling me on over to the realm of believing in impossible things. He's asking me to hold steady when the clock is running out and know that he will show up right on time. But the problem is, I don't like running out of time. I don't like uncertainty. And I bet you don't either. Have you ever battled with reason against God? Like, God, I know you can do all things. But this, this thing that I'm dealing with, you're probably not really going to fix it, are you, God? You're not really going to fix this. So I have to take this into my own hands and make my own way. Girl, stop. Just stop. You're own way is going to be a massive mess. He is amazed at your unbelief right now. He's shocked that you're letting earthly things assume a position of power in your life over him. I don't know what you're dealing with, but I know this for sure. It's not bigger than God. 
It's not more powerful than God. When you place your problem in a position of greater power than God, then you've positioned yourself to never live in the fullness of what he wants to do for you. Can God fix this? Absolutely he can. Can God heal this? No doubt. Can God make a way through this massive mess? Actually, he already has. Can God redeem this? That's always been his plan. You know what else shocks Jesus? How little we have done with all we have been given. We haven't really tapped into the potential God has placed within us. We haven't really stepped into the life Jesus Christ bought with his own blood for us. We haven't fully unleashed our faith to go and be and do all God created us to do. And quite honestly, I think that's shocking to Jesus. Oh, how he would move in my life if I just believed And oh, how he would move in your life if you just believed. The situation that's weighing heavy on your heart right now. What is it? Really, what is it? What's weighing heavy on your heart? What is your impossible? What's your frustration? What's been taking way too long in your life? If you will just believe Jesus will start moving. He will. But what keeps us from believing? I think most of us listening this morning believe on a surface level. We believe what we have been taught, but has it gotten down deep in our soul and has it changed our thoughts and our actions? The very thing that kept the people from Nazareth from believing is what keeps you and I from truly believing today. You see, they were familiar with Jesus. They knew him as a carpenter. They knew his mama. They knew his brothers. They knew his sisters. And now here comes the Jesus they knew, preaching and teaching and doing all sorts of miracles. And it was hard for them because they knew him too well. It was his hometown. They knew him. And this is where we find ourselves. It's all too familiar. We've heard all about the manger and baby Jesus, and we've likely been hearing it like since we were little girls. It's about as touching to us as the story of Santa Claus. We're familiar with it all, and it no longer moves us. We are no longer in awe over God coming to this earth in human form to save us. We're surrounded by miracles every day, and they're just so familiar. So the awe and the wonder has left us. We're not only surrounded by miracles, but girls, we are the miracles. We are walking, talking, breathing miracles, and yet we look in the mirror and we see puffy eyes and wrinkles. We see a bunch of shameful imperfections we're so desperately trying to hide. And what we fail to see is that what an absolute, mind-blowingly amazing miracle it is that is staring us back in the mirror. We've rejected the miracle because it's familiar. Maybe you've known Jesus for a long time. Are you still amazed by his works? 
Are you still eager to spend time with him? Are you still seeking him in everything? Or has it all just become familiar and less than impressive? Have you stopped believing? I have a few girls I'm very close with who are new in their walk with Jesus. And they are literally excited about everything. Reading God's word is like hunting for hidden treasure to them. Seeing God move and answer prayers is absolutely thrilling to them. It's all new and exciting and it's awesome. And I want that. I want to walk with Jesus for 80 years, but always have new faith. I always want to be blown away by him. I don't want to grow tired of Jesus. I don't want to miss his miracles just because they're all around me every day. So what have you been praying for? What have you been seeking? Do you really believe? Or has your unbelief been keeping the miracle at bay? Oh, how he would move in your life if you just believed. Yes, your unbelief stops miracles. I'm not sure how many miracles in my life I'm responsible for stopping with my own unbelief, but I'm going to tell you right now, one is way too many. How many miracles have been stopped in your life because you didn't believe? Because it took too long or it didn't happen the way you imagined. Will you allow that to continue? Here's what happens when you choose to believe. Belief unleashes miracles in their full power. So you just go ahead and you unleash every miracle Jesus has offered in your life today by simply believing. You don't have to understand it. Just believe it. Believing when it looks unlikely. Believing when it's against all odds. Believing when it seems too late. Believing when it's almost ridiculous. There's nothing God can't do in your life. You know that? There's nothing he can't do. The only thing hindering him is your lack of faith. And so today we just come back again and we say, Jesus, we believe, right? We believe. It is shocking to Jesus that we don't believe. Our unbelief is shocking to him. He, he, is, he just can't believe that you're not trusting him with this. He can't believe that you're trying to figure this out on your own. He's like, girl, what? Don't you know who I am? <laughs> so let's talk to God today and let's just believe him again. That he's going to do what he said he's going to do. And he's going to do it in ways we can't imagine and in timing that isn't our own. And we're just going to believe, right? Come on and pray with me right now. Let's pray. Hey, God, good morning. God, I thank you for life today. I thank you for what is good and what is right. Even in the middle of all that is so hard and so, so um, uh, frustrating and stuff we don't understand, God. But there's still so much that is good and that is right. And you are so faithful. And so, God, once again, we come back to you. And we just tell you that, God, we, we believe. We believe. We don't understand. Well, we believe. We believe you are who you say you are. We believe you can do what you say you're going to do. And we believe. And we trust you. 
And Lord, if we have been trying to do things on our own, if we are creating bigger messes, then God, I I pray that we would just get out of the way and we would trust you and we would let you work. I'm so grateful for everything you do. You are so good to us, Father, and we thank you. Lord, I lift up the families that are hurting. They need you, God, and we believe that you will be faithful, that your power will be unleashed, that you will do what only you can do. I lift up every soul listening today. I pray for your provisions. I pray for your protection over our families. And we thank you so much, God. It's in the name of Jesus. Amen. My friends, thank you so much for joining me today. I love getting to start my morning with you, even if I'm absolutely freezing. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That fire inside this little house is going to feel good this morning. I wanted me a week of fall time. And I got me a week of fall time. I'm ready to get back to my little island, y'all. Everybody have a wonderful Wednesday. And I'll meet you again tomorrow. I love you wildly. Goodbye, my friends. You were created for a big life. We'll help you do it. Join us each weekday for a new Big Life devotional podcast. If you're ready to dive into the Big Life way of living, visit our website at biglifehq.com.